So there I was in the hinterlands helping a friend do the big giant quest. And I mean that literally, the big giant Fozic, Forzic, whatever the hell his name is. The big giant that roams around in the hinterlands with his three little ads. That quest. We take him down, and the next part, now, tune out, by the way, if you're one of those people, oh, la, 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 I don't want to know what happens next, tune out right now, because I'm going to tell you what happens next, because it's important to this story. The next part, after you down, big giant, whose name I can't remember, you go back to the inner circle, click on a stone, end of quest chain. However, there is something that happens that no one will tell you. Well, they might tell you, but it's definitely not in the quest log. It's a surprise. When you turn that particular quest in, those of you who have done it know this, another big giant appears to step on you and do awful, awful mean things to you. Knowing this, having done this, I tell my friend, look, we got to clear this whole area before you turn this quest in. Don't just go running up to that stone and go, hee hee, because no, that'll be a problem. As we are approaching the inner circle, I see a scene you probably all have seen at some point from either side. A player obviously had gotten ganked by NPCs because you see corpses kind of all around them and their health is really low. You can see their health. They're, they're, they're just barely hanging on. And what I see is a level 41 warrior. And I see a bunch of rocks all around him right in his immediate area. And he's still fighting a rock. And his health is pretty darn low. And in a swoon of benevolence caught up in the moment of helping another person another player i run over and go whack 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 and help him take down this target does this person wave no does this person bow no does this person say thank you no this human alliance spits on me spits on my friend makes rude gesture See how your benevolence can turn on you. So I have a message for anyone out there who who is caught up. Because you have those moments you go, oh, I'll just help. Why not? Oh, the poor. Yeah, they're alliance. But they're getting their ass kicked. They're going down. Oh, I'll be nice. (laughs) I tell all of you, all horde, on the Mandron server, if you see darkest valor from the, love this, you know you want to guild. You, by the way, is not even spelled Y-O-U. It is just the letter U. Let him die. In fact, try to bring more mobs than he has already aggroed upon him, if you can. What a rude little bastard. No reason to do that. No reason whatsoever to be so obnoxious and rude. What a jerk. What a jerk. You just proved why. We should not have alliance when we see come upon such a scene. You did. You have proved it. You are a rotten little bastard. And I hope you die in game. And you are listening to... And welcome to For the Ford Radio. This is episode four. Thank you for listening. 
wasn't that a, a touching story I told? Wasn't that good? But you know what? There is a part two to that story. There is a part two which I'll tell you about at the end of the show. I will leave you hanging, hanging, waiting, cliffhanger. And I will finish that story at the end of the show because there is a part two to it, which is very, very interesting. I think you'll like it. Here is the question, the big question, about PVP and the Alliance. You've heard it a hundred times, I have. The Alliance suck at PVP. Question is, is this true? Is there any fact and truth to this? Yes, I think there is. I have seen PvP of Alliance likened to, forget where I saw it, it's on a website, and it's a picture of a little peewee kitty soccer game, and underneath it says Alliance in PvP. So, do Alliance suck in PvP, is the question. And I think, yes, they do, but here is more of the question. Why? This is the part I, I can't get my head around, is why do you suck? Do you just not speak to each other? Do you not organize? I have gone into it. Now, first off, let me say, I am not a huge PvP person. I've gone into the battlegrounds when I felt like it. You're hanging out. You log in. You want to play, but you don't want to... You don't feel like questing. You don't want to get your skills up. You're just kind of there. Oh, gee, what do I do? I know. I'll go kill the lions. But I'm not a big PvP in comparison to some people. Some people I know devote all their time and energy to PvPing all the time. Hey, that works for you? Good. But I can't figure out why do they suck. I have a few theories on why they, they don't PvP well. Now to start, in a battleground, because I have been in battlegrounds where you're with a bunch of pugs, you've never talked to these people, nor will you probably ever see or speak to these people again, and you somehow manage to come together and own the battleground. Just by knowing your class, by default, whatever, you just know it. And you totally clean their clocks. So why can't they do the same? I think it's a couple of things. They're ten. Most of them are ten. Well, maybe not. Okay, not most of them. Half are ten. Do they not talk to each other? Could that be it? They don't communicate? Although I must say, even in Battlegrounds, we don't really talk much either. Not the ones I've been in. The most you hear is people saying, Farm, Blacksmith. That's about it. That's, you just hear names being shouted out. And if you get some of those diehard players, oy, they're not fun. They, they suck all the fun right out of a battleground. This is why I don't play them too often, because I usually end up with at least one of these people in a battleground that I'm in, where they're taking this way, way too seriously. Chill out, please. Just calm down. It's a game. It's a 30-minute battleground. Relax. Okay, so we lose. That, that's a personal offense to some people. And, and I have been in battlegrounds, everyone. You know, you can't win all the time. But on average, on a, on a good portion, there have been battlegrounds. Yeah, we lose. For some reason, I don't know why this is. Maybe someone can tell me this, too. Warsong Gulch favors the alliance in wins. I'm not sure why. Arathi Basin favors the Horde. Alterac Valley, I've seen it kind of equal on that. Alterac Valley used to be a lot of fun. It's still fun. It's huge. If you, if you haven't hit Alterac Valley yet in your PvP journey, it is a lot of fun. It used to be, <laughs> Alterac Valley used to take 12 hours. Now it takes maybe an hour, probably less, 45 minutes, 30 minutes. It's a quick, it's who can get to the end first. It used to be a lot more strategy geared. You had, what did you have? You had some 
much stuff where it was push and shove all the way to the end and you had gods you released and reavers and archers and druids and this and that it was very involved and it took forever oh it took so long which is why most people like stay to the end they hung on for as long because it took you forever this was pre-cross server battlegrounds when it was just your server it took forever to get into the dang thing and once you finally got in you didn't want to leave because you wanted to stay you wanted to win but it took so long oh it was terrible you also don't want to leave a battleground because you get the mark of shame you notice the mark of shame on you when you leave a battleground the little frady cat shame that's so sad ain't it put a mark of shame on you for leaving the battleground before it was over shame on you i think the mark of shame should be something you should have that like over your head for the 15 minutes because the mark of shame i know they call it something i call it the mark of shame it prohibits you from entering another battleground for 15 minutes you, you get a time out they, they put you in your room you get a time out not supposed to do that but i think if you really because one of the things i have noticed in pvp and coming back a little to the alliance the most the problem with alliance pvp that i've seen where we'll get our we'll get our asses handed to us are on pre-mades now for those who don't know what a pre-made is and yes i know there are some out there who don't know what a pre-made is what that means is usually a group of people from the same guild are doing a battleground together why is this bad well it's bad for a few reasons one these people work with each other they do runs together they know how their classes, how to work with each other, how to communicate, who does what. They're usually on events or Skype channel, so they're talking while they're already in the battleground. They're talking to each other. Okay, I'm over here, you're over there, versus a pug group where, no, we're not all getting on the same channel. You type it out. So pre-mades can be really a pain. Usually you can tell a pre-made when you go into a battleground before it starts and you got that minute time before it hits. And if you look at who's coming in, if you see everyone from the same server, that's your first indication you are dealing with a pre-made and they can be pretty wicked not all of them i have been in groups with pre-maids and they were pretty sad actually <laughs> they were they were downright pathetic but most of them are pretty good because again they've worked with each other what station to take they, they they've got this down to a science they've got this particular battleground down to a to a freaking science They've done it so many times with the same people, they can do it with their eyes shut. So these people can be a problem when it comes to PvP and Alliance. This is the only time. You come up against a pug group, you own them. You own them. Even if your group are the Marx Brothers, you still will own them. It's amazing. And, but I've seen when you come across a pre-made, everyone, because that's what they do. They look at the list. They look first to see how balanced you are. Because Battleground, you know, Warsong Gold is 10, Arathi is 15. They look to see how we're filling out. Who's got more on what side? That's what I do. First thing I check. Out. it's like how are we shaping up here do we have three and they have 15 how are we looking and then you look at who's coming from what server and that's when you can tell what you're up against and if it's a pre-made what i've noticed from the horde side and shame on all of you who do this you leave you go pick up and and you leave and you'll suffer the mark of shame either that or you're going to another battleground you signed up for several at once i find it a little too convenient that you kind of check out the ranks and go oh hell it's a pre-made and you leave don't do that because then the four loyal people who are like no i'm sticking this out i'm gonna stay with it to the end are left by themselves against a pre-made of 15 people it's horrible at that point you might as well just get all you can do is make faces at them I, you can't do too much at that point four people against 15 you, you just kind of stand at the f farm flag and go wee and get your butts kicked and then you stay dead until the battleground runs out pretty much is it don't leave 
I hate that. That drives me nuts when people leave at the sight of a pre-made. No. Get in there. Because what I think would deter people from doing that is if the mark of shame, if you put that like over the person's head as they walked around the big giant Freddy cat mark of shame, and they had to walk around like that for 15 minutes. That, I think, would deter a couple of folks from leaving battlegrounds before they're over. I mean, sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes you get disconnected. That really sucks when you're fighting in a battleground and you get disconnected from server and you go back in and you have mark of shame and you can't get back in. It's like, no, no. I think that would deter people from just upping and leaving and taking the 15-minute penalty. No, stick it out. You stick it out. Because you know it's going to be over before 15 minutes, especially if you're footsing around like that. At least you get... If you lose, you get one little emblem. You get the little signet or whatever the heck they're called. Get added to your collection. Come on now. Don't don't walk out. Anyway, that's the most trouble I've seen with Alliance and PvP is when you come up on a pre-made. They're kind of, they can be sort of tricky. But for the most part, they suck. Why do they suck? I have a theory. And I think it goes, it's a psychological thing. I think Alliance have a psychological hindrance when it comes to going PvP. When you go, when you're flagged, up by your little portrait in the upper left-hand corner, on the horde, you get that little emblem next to your head. That little black and red emblem of the horde symbol that says, you are now flagged. The Alliance have their little symbol. And all they're staring at when they're flagged is a big L for loser. I think it's very psychological. You can't have someone staring at a big L on their screen in PvP and not have it start to affect you psychologically affect you. That starts to affect you on a deep unconscious level. L for loser. I must be a loser. I must and then they start playing like the Keystone Cops. Personally, I think that's the reason why Alliance sucks so bad at PvP. Not all of them. I actually heard this once in open ch- in Baron's chat. Oh, in Baron's chat. It was one of those great times when you hear, I love, this is my favorite, the Baron's is under attack. Well, thank you. Why don't you just tell me the ground is under attack? The Baron's is under attack. Thanks. That helped. Can you give me northeast, southeast, west, something? No. The Baron. The ground is under attack. Go find them. I'm running around in my, my little cute all looking just to see. And the back and forth starts in the Baron's chat how Alliance suck at PvP, which most of us will agree with. One particular character who I suspect is an undercover Alliance, by the way, because of what they said. I have a deep suspicion about this. They came out with the next person who says that the Alliance suck at PvP. I'm going to find you and I'm going to kick your ass. They don't all suck. Fact. We know that. They don't all suck. True. I've come across some Alliance players that you have to stop and go, wow, you really do know how to play, don't you? Look at that. What a what a neat thing that was. You actually know your class and know how to play it. Wow, well, grats to you. But for some reason, they can't come together as a team, even within their own guild, it seems. Even when they do those massive attacks on the Barons or on Crossroads or wherever, it just seems a little bit of a Keystone Cop action going on with them. And Horde from everywhere who have never met, even on the same server, you've never met them, and most likely you're never going to meet them again or run in, you may run into them and go, hey, how you doing? Come together and clean their clocks when we do. Totally wipe them out. I had a great moment. I was on my way to the Crossroads because I wanted to go to Wailing Caverns to fish. 
for deviant fish because it's nice to fish for deviant fish. It's also nice to sit in whaling caverns at level 70 and just kind of snicker at all the stuff that used to kick your ass and kill them with a fishing pole. It's a lot of fun to beat the living hell out of those raptors with a fishing pole now that used to totally own you back when you were level 15. Also fun to watch packs of low-level alliance who are doing that instance go running through, see you, and become deer in a headlight. The best part is because I fish right by the pond where the two deviant lurkers are lurking underwater. So here's what they do that makes me laugh every time. They come running around that corner. I'm up on the other side just fishing happily. It's a nice corner. It's quiet. Nothing bothers me. They come running through the water, see me, and stop in the middle of the pond. Now, underneath them are the deviant lurkers who come up and say, hi. So it's kind of fun to watch them get hit. And then they try to fight them. It's like, just run out of the water. They ain't going to follow you. Just run right out. No, they stay there and fight them and die. It's fun to watch. But I was on my way to get deviant fish. And as I am approaching the crossroads, I see... Crossroads is under attack. So I land and I look around and I see a level 68 warlock off in the distance. Now what had happened prior to me getting there were a couple of the lower levels had gotten together, levels 30s, 20s, and started dealing damage on this person. I think there may have been one or two 40s hanging out. Started doing damage on this warlock. I come out there, find them, smack them, they're down. I, I smack them, that was it. It's like, oh, okay, whack, 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 okay, you're dead, goodbye. And and I didn't get the name, I know. This, this, I, I could tell it was a female, I could not see the name. I turned my names off, by the way, the names over the heads. I turned that, those off occasionally because they're very distracting, especially when you're in a group in a confined area. Those who did Molten Core way back when, I'm sure you remember, gathering all around that dang elf there. If you had the names on, you couldn't see anybody because <laughs> you're all so compact in that one little tiny platform there. I, I turned the names off. They can be like, eh, I don't care. So I didn't see the name and I didn't write it down. And right after um, she was killed, she got up and split. Like, oh, you're okay when you're beating the hell out of little level 30s and 20s. Level 70 shows up. Oh, suddenly we got an issue, bitch. Anyway. But it was fun because after she went away, I got this little cheer little cheer session from this little group of players going, yay, to me. That I was like the hero. I swung into town and, and took care of that evil alliance. It was a fun moment. I, I relished it. It was great. It does bring it up to a point, though, when it comes to PvP and something like that, where it is just one alliance. Don't underestimate. Don't underestimate the power of group. Don't underestimate that because this little group of four people or something were holding their own. They weren't dead yet, but you can handle one if enough of you gang up on them. You can do it. Don't doubt yourself. Get. Don't be afraid of the big double question marks. Get in there. You can, group is, you know, group of 10 level 30s can be a problem for a level 70 if it's just one. If it's two, you may have a little bit more of an issue, uh, but just one like that? Oh, yeah. I don't see that. You all get together, group up, go after them like hell. They won't stand a chance. Because keep in mind, for the most part, they can only deal with one is at a time. You got 20 people looking at you. You can only fight one of them at a time for the most part. You can all beat the hell out of them. You only have one target. They have several. Keep that in mind. Don't be afraid of the double question mark. Do not fear them. So anyway, I think that's why a P alliance sucks so bad at PvP, because it is psychological. It's a psychological thing. Now, if Blizzard ever finds this out, if they figure out that the big L for loser over their heads, what do you want to bet they're going to change it? They'll, they'll turn it into a V for victory, or smiley face or something. They'll go ahead and change, and, and they'll rearrange their lore according to fit this. What do you want to bet? If you can tell me why you think the Alliance sucks so bad at it, uh, I mean, other than just saying, well, we suck. No, I'm looking for your view 
a reason other than that. If you can, if you can tell me why you think they're so awful at this, let me know, please. Email us. Email us and let us know, and we'll read it out on the air here, because I want to know all viewpoints on this. And now we're going to take our first break. Normally at this point, we play a little song, a little non-copyrighted song, because I don't want to be sued. But today we have something special, and it ties in to the whole PVP situation. So I think you're going to enjoy this. So sit back, relax, and take a listen to this. Now, you know it's our policy never to take the guild into a Rathi Basin unless every new member has at least some training and orientation. Yeah, and I, I agree with that 100%. It's just common sense. All right, then. So when we go after the resource flags, we put a lead tank in command of a specialized team, and their only responsibility is to capture and then guard that specific location. You get me so far? Yep. You put a leader and a team to tackle and hold each resource. Right. And as a priest, you may be asked to switch from place to place to add healing support as the battle goes on. So it's really important to know who you're going to and where they are. Okay. Now, when we first start out, we have three primary targets that we go for. The farm. The farm. The stables. The stables. And the blacksmith. You got that? Got it. Farm, stables, blacksmith. Well, you know, I've never met the guy, so you'll have to give me a quick rundown on their names, and then I'll know who's guarding what area. Okay, I'll tell you their names, but... You know, it seems to me most WoW players pick some pretty peculiar names. Oh, you mean funny names? Yes, yeah, strange names. Pet names, like Yellow Moon. Yeah, or, or Orange Star. Uh-huh, or, or Green Clover. <laughs> or Blue Diamond, I know that too. <laughs> okay, uh, so... Okay, let's see, we have who's on the farm, what's at the stables, and I don't know is at the blacksmith. That's what I want to find out. I'm saying, who's on the farm, what's at the stables, and I don't know is at the blacksmith. <laughs> have you done a lot of Arathi Basin? Yes. And you're the guild leader, too? Yes. And you don't know the member's name? Well, I should think I do. Well, then who's on the farm? Yes. I mean the fella's name. Who? The guy on the farm. Who? The farm tank. Who? The guy playing... Who is on the farm? I'm asking you who's on the farm. That's the player's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's it. That's who? Yes. <laughs> Look, you got a team leader for just the farm. Certainly. Who's guarding the farm? That's right. <laughs> Look, if the team leader at the farm sells something at the auction house, who gets the gold? Every piece of it. <laughs> All I'm trying to find out is the fellow's name on the farm. Who? The guy that gets the gold. That's it. Who, who gets the auction money? He does. Every gold piece. Sometimes his wife comes online and collects it. Whose wife? Yes. What's wrong with that? Look, all I want to know is, if the tank in charge of the farm team posts a message on the guild forum, how does he sign his name? Who? The guy. Who? How does he sign That's how he signs it. Who? Yes. <laughs> Can you tell me something? Sure. What's the guy's name leading the farm team? No. What is at the stables? I'm not asking you who's at the stables. Who's on the farm? One resource at a time. Well, don't go changing the players around. I'm not changing nobody. Take it easy, buddy. I'm only asking you who's the guy on the farm. That's right. Okay. All right. <laughs> so what's the guy's name on the farm? No, what is at the stables? I'm not asking you who's at the stables. Who's on the farm? I don't know. Because he's at the blacksmith. We're not talking about her. <laughs> now, how did I get up to the blacksmith? Well, you mentioned her name. If I mentioned her name, who did I say is guarding the blacksmith? No, who's guarding the farm? What's on the farm? What's at the stables? I don't know. She's at the blacksmith. There I go, back to the blacksmith again. <laughs> yeah, look, would you just 
stay at the blacksmith and don't leave it. All right, what do you want to know? Now, who's guarding the blacksmith? Why do you insist on putting who at the blacksmith? What am I putting at the blacksmith? No, what is at the stables? You don't want who at the stables? Who's on the farm? I don't know. Blacksmith. blacksmith. <laughs> Look, you got a team that goes after the mine? Sure. The leader's name? Why? I just thought I'd ask you. Well, I just thought I'd tell you. Then tell me who's leading the mine team. Who's guarding the farm? I'm not... Stay away from the primary targets. I want to know what's the name of the mine leader. No, what is at the stables? I'm not asking you who's at the stables. Who is on the farm? I don't know. Blacksmith. <laughs> the mine leader's name? Why? Because. Oh, he's on the lumber mill team. <laughs> Look, you got a paladin in this guild? Sure. The paladin's name? Tomorrow. You don't want to tell me today? I'm telling you now. Then go ahead. Tomorrow. What time? What time what? What time tomorrow are you going to tell me who's the paladin? Now listen. Who is not the paladin? I'll break your arm, you say, who's on the farm. I want to know what's the paladin's name. What's at the stables? I don't know. Blacksmith. <laughs> that a rogue? Certainly. The rogue's name? Today. Today. And tomorrow's the paladin. Now you got it. All we got is a couple of days in the guild. All right. You you know I'm a priest. So they tell me. All right. A Rathi Basin gets fired up and starts. We all charge out, and I'm following behind the team for the blacksmith. We get to it and capture it with no problems. We hear that we got the farm too, but it's under attack. So I get down there as fast as I can and see that our leader for that team is a warrior in pretty bad shape. So me, being a good priest, cast healing on... Who? Now, that's the first thing you said right. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's all you have to do is to cast healing on the farm team leader. Yes. Now, who's healed? Naturally. Look, if I cast healing on the leader of the farm team, somebody's got to get healed. Now, who is it? Naturally. Who? Naturally. Naturally? Naturally. So I run to the farm and cast healing on naturally. No, you don't. You cast healing on who? Naturally. That's different. That's what I said. You're not saying it. I cast healing on naturally. You cast healing on who? Naturally. That's it. That's what I said. <laughs> you ask me. I cast healing on who? Naturally. Now you ask me. You cast healing on who? Naturally. That's it. Same as you. Same as you. I cast healing on who, but who gets killed anyway? The warlock that attacked him heads off to the stables to attack what? But what smacks him down and sends me off to heal tomorrow, who just killed a rogue sneaking up by way of the river. Zerg defeated. Then an undead hunter charges over the bridge and sicks her pet on the cause. Why? I don't know. She's at the blacksmith, and I don't give a darn. What? I said, I don't give a darn. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> And that was Who's Arathi by Anam5. And you can check out other interesting things on his website at www.anam5.com. And now we present to you what is rapidly becoming a favorite section of For the Horde Radio. It is time for... Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's the View from the Barn with your host, Big D. Big D. Big D. I'm uh, being undercover horde, doing a little undercover reporting for uh, for the Horde Radio. Yeah, I'm uh, spying, as it were, on the Alliance. 
spying on them. I decided to see, let's see what these guys are really like. Because, I, I mean, when I was play, when I played the Alliance initially, I mean, I was an idiot. I didn't, I didn't know a thing. You know, I just saw these things scrolling across the screen. Eh, what is this? What is this? You know, people not spelling well and lots of exclamation points and, you know, stuff like that. I really didn't know what I was doing. And then, after I became enlightened and uh, came over to the Horde, things all started to make sense. And seeing how these folk are, I thought, okay, well, let me go and see, let me go do a little reporting. Let me go and, you know, sneak around a little. So, I'm sneaking. I have never seen so much insipid crap in all my life. Dear God. Okay, now, I'm going to say this. I'm sneaking around as a human paladin. Which is bad. I could not bring myself to play a Ganon. No, I could. I mean, that's just that's too far. That's asking too much. That is. I mean, once you do that, I mean, there's no coming back from that. Not a bit. There's no saving grace after that move. No, you're done. How could I? How could I get on the vent with my guildies and perform? No. I mean, I couldn't. I mean, no. that's it. I mean, they'd cast me out. I mean, I'd walk out the hall in Oldemon, and uh, they'd turn their backs on me, and rightfully so, might I add. But I've not only gone, not only do I have this character over there, it's a PvP server. Oh, brave soul. Well, I thought, all right, well, let's see, let's see what this whole PvP thing is about. I've done a little bit in the battlegrounds, and okay, that's all very nice, but it ends. And everybody knows what you're there for is to beat the living whatever out of the other side. Off I go. And from the moment I get, one moment I step in there, bing, flagged. I said, okay, if I'm going to do this, then by George, I'm going to do it. I've done okay so far. I've made it to, I think, level 14. And just today, still a babe in the woods, so to speak, or amongst the uh, dead grass of Westfall, the horde light, if you will, because, well, it's brown and you hear flies, and we horde are only happy where it's brown. Ever run through Ashenvale? God, that's depressing. All that green and the blue and the purple and the flowers and crap and that low-level, you know, that you hear in these elf lands. Not to mention the proliferation of night elves, which I won't even go into that anymore. Because we all know how I feel about night elves with their glowing eyes and their dance. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm running around out there in Westfall. Now, Goldshire is bad. Not not so much. Well, yeah, Goldshire. Yeah, Goldshire is horrible. Pick the worst knight in Orgrimmar. It's nothing like Goldshire. Worse? Oh, God, it's horrid. First of all, now, this is what really got me. There were, there are all these rookie guilds. You know anything about the game. You know, these guys are getting money for guilds from their big brother or the gold farmers. But I don't think the people playing the playing over there are I mean, they're not showing me. I think they're. I think they're buying the gold because I'm not seeing the brains to get very far. Seriously, you walk in. You, I mean, you you've got to jostle people out of the way to get into the inn because everybody is doing you know the World of Warcraft masturbation. We're dueling. We're dueling. I mean, you can't see it. The the place stinks with duel flags, and not just that, but text bubbles from where people are too flipping stupid to whisper each other. Or maybe, oh, join a party. I've got to see that they can't spell. And, well, actually, not so much that they can't spell, but, hey, they're morons! And they can't spell. Ah! You're just down to noises on that one. 
Okay, deep cleansing breath. All right, so there I am in West Mall. I'm doing, I'm, I'm killing something. Pretty proud of myself because, hey, I haven't died. I mean, I have not been killed by any anybody in the horde, which is nice because it's not like I can wear a sign that says horde spy. Don't kill me. I, I come over this hill. I kill some device something. Something I was questing after. And I look down there and I see something. And that something was an orc. And it was one of those, I looked at him, he looked at me, and I turned around and I just hauled ass. Because this wasn't just an orc. This is an orc hunter. I'm toast. He's he's like four levels above me. I mean, he's red to me. I mean, he's, just, he's almost a question mark. <laughs> so here I am thinking, okay, where do I go? God, there's nothing around here. Maybe I can draw him into some some aggro. Nope. He sicked his hog on me, and that was it. I had time to turn around, look at him, and think about making a rude gesture. I was at the graveyard. I res. Okay? Go to the graveyard, run back to my corpse, thinking, okay, guy's going to be here. Going to be tap dancing on me, doing the MC hammer. Doing the hammer time on me, which that's what I do. But anyway, I run back, nowhere to be seen. Oh, cool. Click. I come back to life. I buff myself out as a paladin will. And I run around. I think I'm doing all right. I looked around for him. Yeah, nowhere around. Then the next thing I know, two or three minutes later, I'm killing gore tusks. Why? Because some skinny human wants livers for her pie. Oh, no, not that one. Yeah, that one. So I'm killing gore tusks with no livers because this bimbo wants to make something out of it. Okay. <laughs> Once again, lazy-ass quest givers. And the next thing I know, I see a big red mark over my head. Uh And I said, oh, crap. I turn around, and that was it. And I thought to myself, good for you. Good for you. Kill Alliance. Kill Alliance. I was thinking, wow, there's I mean, there's nothing for me to do. I mean, there's nothing for me to fight back. I, I mean, I try. I tried to release a seal on him. I tried to judge one of those seals. Yeah. his yeah, right. yeah, yeah, his hog judged all over my dead human butt. Yeah, I gotta throw it out to Orc Hunter on the Torthaldren server. Rock on for you for killing Alliance. Even though I'm undercover, even though I'm just seeing what's out there, rock on for you. Now, you are willing to take the risk. You know what? I will take one for the team. I, you know, I am here for For the Horde Radio. I, I'm here to do the job. But So I'm just you know, kind of knocking around here just to see what's going on. I'm not sure if the whole Alliance thing, I'm, I'm interested to see, keen to know if you know the intelligence level is going to go up any because I'm not seeing it. Actually, it's kind of a it's it's a bit of a dead server. It is most definitely not about quality either. And now there are some I think could probably make the argument that Duelin is preparing you for PvP. True. You know, world PvP is it were. You know, like, you know, actually, you know, out there, you know, getting ganked by somebody. Okay, well, I can. No, I'll go along with that. That's fine. But there's no payoff. Guy hits his it, knees. Looks like he's praying. Okay, that's it. Who cares? It is a preparation thing. It also gets you because when you PvP, you fight in a totally different way. Well, absolutely. PvE, you're standing. I mean, you seriously, you look like Fog Hat. You're just standing. There. You're talking. You're standing there like you're, you know, bad company. 
you're just you know, head down going at it. You don't have to move. Why? Because they're not going to. PvP, it's a whole different style. You, you go for the burst damage or the stun, and then you run around in circles trying to hit each other. Looks like the Mamushka. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I've been finding out. And you know, there are no drops. and there, there are no decent drops in the starting area either. Baddest-ass weapon that I found was I got Cobalt Mining Shovel. I had people coming up to me. Ah, shovel. It was cool because here I am. I'm a, I'm a mighty paladin in my mail armor, and I will hit you with a shovel. Very Warner Brothers almost, yeah, you know? Just about, you know, ho-ha, parry, dodge, turn, parry, you know, that whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, here I am, I'm just flailing on things with a shovel, flailing hell on these people with a shovel, and finally I, I get over to Westfall, and I'm like, yeah, i got to have a little more horsepower. I go back to Stormwind, and I buy mace, big two-handed mace, and now I look the part of a paladin. You know what? Hard's just not in it, because I'm Horde. That's kind of the thing. I have a question. I'm, I'm mildly curious. Yes. Because I know I've had this at low levels where a big high level will walk up to you and try to duel you. You're level, you know, 10 and they're level 70 and they want to duel you. I'm curious if that happens on a PvP server, especially with Alliance. Um, I have not seen it. To be honest with you, nobody has challenged me to a duel yet, you know, which is good because I'd probably just cancel it. But I, I've seen that. They're like, come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. After you decline, you know, in chat, come on. What? Come on. Yeah, get a laugh. What do you duel you? Like, I got a chance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, let, let me throw this piece of cheese at you. That's about <laughs> as much as I got. Hey, this Dardanian blue will leave a stain. So I'm just curious if that runs a little more rampant on a PvP server or a non-PvP server. I will, take a, I'll, I will keep my eyes open for that. If uh, anybody... Yeah, if anybody else has any questions, anything they want to, anything they want an answer to, like, hey, does the alliance do X? Let us know here at For the Horde Radio, and I'll be glad to find out if I can, as long as I don't blow my cover. Because otherwise, you'll have to start over. Oh God. Send Jane as a night elf. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You know, uh, I would do that before I did a gnome. I was going to say, that's one step above a gnome. Yeah, really. I mean, I'll go in as a dwarf. That's fine. Yeah, well, they send me in as a dwarf. They're hairy and they sound Scottish. Okay, I can, I can live with that. I mean, they're not repulsive. They're dwarves. They, they're dwarves. I mean, come on. Not going to choose it because, well, I can only do one of these things at a time. I mean, it's bad. It's, you know, it, being undercover is tough. I mean, it's it's no fun because I would much rather be hanging out on the horde side with my buds. Uh, I've got this guy specced as a minor blacksmith as opposed to a major blacksmith. But anyway, mining, I'm finding, is one of those professions that totally, uh, at least on the alliance side, on this server, it totally freaks people out. Not so much freaks them out, but it they don't get it. Let me tell you about this conversation that I had with a night elf. Go figure. Um, and, and, Whoa, I'm not, right? and I'm not making this up. Honestly, I think he was. So I'm having this conversation with this guy. He says, in general chat, big bubble up beside his head, he says, here can I mine. So I answer, yes, here you can mine. Being helpful as I'm standing there smelting. You know, thinking all the while of, you know, young Frankenstein, there, their wolf, their castle. He says, where? Okay, where the ore deposits are, numb nuts. I said, well, wherever there's a node. And I'm trying to be nice here at the, you know, to begin with. Because I'm thinking, okay, I'm Horde and I rule. Damn it. I'm going to be above the alliance here. At the risk of blowing my cover, I'm going to be nice to this idiot. Keep in mind that no good deed 
goes unpunished. Nah, it's not that bad. He didn't try to duel me or anything, but he just kept being stupid. First of all, you need to make sure that mining is one of your professions, because, hey, you never know. The guy might just think you can run out there with a pick and, you know, just start, you know, digging in the road. I said, uh, you know, you need to look for that. And I said, and, you know, there's a find minerals thing in your spell book, and it's under ta- and under letter P in, in your spell book, and, you know, click on that, and it will show you where the nodes are. What are nodes? What are nodes? Okay, patience running a little thin here. Well, no, I can actually understand that a little bit. If you don't know anything about it, you're going to go, what, nodes? So maybe, RL, I'll give him a little slack on that one. Night Elf, glowing eyes, dance. So I tell him, and he says, what are nodes? I'm like, oh, okay, well, patience running a little thin here. You do have mining as a profession. Yeah, well, then find minerals and go out and start digging, partner. And I said, show me. Sign off. P-L-Z. I'm sorry. If you won't even spell please, it's over. And then he says it again when I ignore him. Show me. And I finally typed it back to the guy. I'm like, hey, I already told you how to do it. Show some initiative. After my IQ dropped a little bit there, I'm running around, and I'm mining, because I know, I know where the nodes are. Yes, the nodes. Yes, the little yellow dots. You know, you put your arrow on them, and you say, ah, oh, damn, not another copper vein. Uh, I'll see this dude run up to me. Okay, now, and he runs up to me while I'm sitting there swinging my axe. Yeah, my pick, as it were. So I'm swinging my pick, singing the song, all day working, you know, anyway. But <laughs> guys are standing there. And if you're just standing there, you're either doing one or two things. You're either just checking me out because, well, actually, there's no reason to check me out. I mean, I'm a low-level I'm a low-level paladin. Why the hell would you want to look at me? So he's standing there. I'm just ignoring him, just minding away. He says, where can I find tin? Not here. Don't you see the uh, dearth of copper deposits around? Yeah, no tin here. But he wasn't that annoying, so I said, you're either going to have to go to Lock Modan, or you're going to have to go to a Westfall, and I would suggest Lock Modan. <laughs> they don't get the mining. Interestingly enough, another another alliance difference here is I'm not seeing any yodel pants. Not for the humans, at least. We don't, you know, we, we can kick your ass in yodel pants. Just try and make fun of our yodel pants. We'll yodel at you and run away. That's right. We'll yodel loudly and bite you for chocolate, you know, if you like some cocoa. The humans, when they run, they look like marionettes. They've got that, that kind of flat-footed run. All I could think of when I saw this guy running was the lonely goat herd. I mean, every time I see this guy run, yeah, I'm not even going to do it because it's going to sound ridiculous. But I'm thinking that part. So far, I'm not finding anything good about just the Just in general. It's just crap. I didn't expect otherwise, but, you know, there are just, you know, there are things that you have to, uh, you've got to investigate. It, it's real now. The suckage is real. It's tangible suckage. It's tangible suckage. So far, the horde is more insightful. I mean, let's face it, we do have to do more with less. We've got we got two ways in and out of our buildings. We we got to put up with that. Dear God, the yodel pants. That's that should be it right there. But our the guild names. There's a difference in mindset. I mean, the on the horde side, I see a lot of death. We're such and such of doom, and we're there are a lot of knights. There's a word knights of this, that, or the other. On the alliance side, it's all, we're protectors of this, that, and the other. We're stuff like that. Just stuff that makes you want to barf. And it's, you know, they're all about protection. We must protect things. And on the horde side, we're kind of like, we're just about dealing damage and killing stuff. You go ahead and protect. We're going to be the we're gonna be <laughs> the ones that give you the opportunity to die for your country. Yeah, just think, when you're running back to your corpse, 
Mr. Alliance Man, you're doing it for a gnome. <laughs> and that was View from the Barn with Big V. And we thank Big V again. Another exciting episode and for putting his tail on the line so that we can see what goes on on the other side. Do you know that Blizzard has Easter eggs in World of Warcraft that are carryovers from the original Warcraft games? There's probably a lot more than I don't know about, but these are ones that I do know about, so I will tell you about them. If you click any NPC long enough, they have their standard phrases, usually three or four standard things they say to you. You know them so darn well that you can repeat it right back to them. They will say things you don't normally hear, and it's rather funny. Some of them are, are quite amusing. I think they're amusing, and this stems from the original Warcraft games. If you did this to any of the troops, you clicked on them long enough, they would come out with some very funny, funny things. But we at For the Horde Radio went out and we poked NPCs for you. I encourage you to do this yourself if you're ever in a in a silly, bored mood and just don't know what to do with yourself. I hear that. I'm bored. I don't know how you can be bored in this game. There's so much stuff to do. But if you are bored, go around and poke NPCs and just listen to what they say because it can be really funny. However, I'm going to play a couple for you here that we have gone out and recorded for you just to give you a taste. That's not funny. Will you stop touching me? The spirit's not amused. Keep it up. I'll hex you. Are you insane? I'm starting to hate you. Blah, 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 blah. Are you through? Those are just some general phrases that I thought were funny from the NPCs. However, hands down, hands down in attitude goes toward the Blood Elves. No one has a bigger attitude than the Blood Elves, including your own character. If you play a Blood Elf, you can attest to this. You know it is true. Uh, uh, don't you love when your tunes scold you? When you're playing your tune and it scolds you because you try to fight something or you try to cast a spell too soon and it tells you, I can't do that yet. But Blood Elves have the biggest attitude about it. Well, first let's let's go back to the regular NPCs and then we're gonna talk about this, this tune attitude. The regular NPCs have an attitude. This should just tip you off right there. But here is some of this attitude that they have. I had little patience to begin with. Not very intelligent, are you? Ah, you have a death wish. Now tell me that they don't have an attitude. They do. Big one. And I love it. It's great. Anytime, by the way, if you just, even in text, they have an attitude. If you ever run around Silver Moon City and need directions to anything, it, it's this... Oh, you want to go there? Well, someone must do it. I suppose if you must learn about fishing, you can crawl through the mud and get that. Even their text has a taste of an attitude. That smugness, that oh, well, blacksmithing. If you must dirty your hands and like calluses, then you can find the trainer over there. All of them. It's, it's hysterical. If you ever sit and actually read it, most people don't. I usually don't. Because <laughs> it's like, well, you, you just look for key information and then you move on. But if you sit and actually read what they say, it's, it's just loaded. Just absolutely loaded with smugness. The other thing about the NPCs, which is frightening 
for a young little blood elf to find out. You start off in the kindergarten doing your little kindergarten quests and you collect whatever and you run up to the NPC you did your little quest you collected your six fangs or whatever the heck you needed and you run up and they say oh thank you you got them oh great well yeah here's your here's your reward thank you death to all who oppose us good lord that's your first taste of what you get they're all calm until they come out with that one my other favorite one on that is remember the sun well i'm not entirely sure what i'm supposed to remember about it but i'm told to remember the sun well very repeatedly so i'm not exactly sure what that's about actually i i do know what that's about but they keep telling you this over and over remember the sun well thank you i actually like running up to them after they tell me this run away and then run back and, and say in open chat I'm sorry, you tell me to remember something. What am I what am I supposed to remember? Oh, the Sunwell, that was it. Thank you. Should have known. That attitude that snapping if you played Warcraft three and dealt with Kale, the leader of the Blood Elves who's hanging out somewhere. He's not in Silverman City though, although they got a lot of statues of him everywhere. You should have known that with him because very calm, suave voice. The voice acting in this character is great. He says things like outstanding and what's the hold up and, and all these smooth sounding things. And then you go to attack something and he screams, My fire be purged! Like, oh, good lord, you just, uh, you had me. I, I was into it there and, and you lost, oh no, oh no, no. Blood elves are great. But back to the tunes and the attitude. I have a blood elf tune and he gives me an attitude, big attitude. I'm going to let you hear what I have to listen to when you make a mistake. I need to target something first. I don't have a target. You almost expect the words, you moron, to follow that, don't you? Every time he says that, I, I expect the words, idiot, to come out next. Or when you try to cast a spell too quick. I, I got this. You're going to hear a little bit of the, because I had to kind of catch him in between. I had to catch him in between spell casting so I could actually get him to say this. Encouraged him. You're going to hear a little bit of the spell in this one. I can't cast that yet. Just loaded, ain't he? Just loaded. You gotta love it. And this all originates back again to the original game. They had this chip on their shoulder walking around. And he got it from the ranks. Although some of the ranks came out with the greatest things ever said if you clicked on them long enough. Yes, I'm going to share them with you. Because they're funny. I think they're funny. So too bad if you don't. I think they're funny. I'm going to share them with you. You got to hear this. This is from a blood elf priest. Clear. Cross over, children. Cross over into the light. Side effects may include dry mouth, nausea, vomiting, water retention, painful recollection, hallucination, dementia, psychosis, coma, death, and holitosis. Magic is not for everyone. Consult your doctor before use. Those are my favorite. Those are my absolute favorite. The blood elf priest made me laugh every time with those. Worse than them, though. That's just kind of silly and funny. That's not really an attitude. You want to hear attitude? You want to hear someone who could just not care? Find you have Warcraft 3, you know this. The secret level, when you're playing the Blood Elves, there is a special secret level that you can get into where you have to. It's actually a lot of fun. Dang near impossible. <laughs> Almost impossible. Unless you have a cheat code, it's impossible to do this level. But it's a lot of fun because basically all it is is setting up cannons all along this pathway and they just blow the living hell out of the bad guys. It's great. What you're The only time in the game you are dealing, I think, 
with these guys. The the peons. These are your in Warcraft, the regular Warcraft games. The peons are the guys who build your they build your buildings, they build whatever. They're peons. Those of us in the horde remember early on in our days the the whack a peon quest, which I personally loved. I, I love that one. I wish they had more of that whack a peon. Yeah, take this blackjack and go smack a peon in the head. That was great, wasn't it? The blood elf peons. Talk about a chip on their shoulder. Normally, if you clicked on one of these characters in Warcraft, they'd, you know, what do you want? Yes, you'd get some kind of answer from them. These guys, from the get-go, you don't even have to click them repeatedly, although if you do, you get some fun stuff also, which will play for you, but even from the get-go, it's, you, you gotta hear this. I, I will play these for you. You, you gotta hear this for yourself. You're interrupting my calculations. Look, I'm an engineer. My time is valuable. Two plus three times two. What do you want? No, no, no. Not like that. Let me do it. Why don't you bother someone else with your incessant clicking? If it's really that urgent, why don't you do it yourself? Now, how can you argue with that? How can you sit there and argue with that? So right from there, we all should have known what to expect when it came to Blood Elves. They have got such chutzpah. That's the word I'm looking for, chutzpah. I probably said that wrong, but okay. Although I have a question. Actually, it's not really a question. It's more of an opinion kind of question I'm looking for. Not really, I'm not seeking an actual, actual. Anyway, Night Elves and Blood Elves are, in my opinion, two races who have the most dramatic death scenes. Have you ever looked at either? I have. Both have the most outrageous death scenes they, they deserve academy awards they're brilliant you, you expect you know the oscar to come out and be handed to them sean connery has nothing on these guys absolutely <laughs> award-winning but what cracks me up of course are the before the death scene you have the death cry which of course we got for you this is all this we got all a bunch of recordings this time around for you because we want you to immerse yourself in world of warcraft and experience things that you don't normally experience or maybe you have but would like to experience it again or maybe they haven't been pointed out to you yet but we'll, we will show you these what we feel are highly crucial things and in this particular episode we are discussing the crucial element of who has some more dramatic death throws night elves or blood elves they are close both are very very close so we have samples for you of both death cries cries they make when they die so we're going to play them for you right this this first one is the blood elf death cry okay and this one is the night elf death cry Personally, I have to say, Night Elves have the more dramatic death throws. They're both pretty good. When you kill a Blood Elf after the death cry, they fall over onto their side, they lie on the ground, and one hand reaches up towards the sky in a last-ditch effort to live, and the fist clenches and it falls. That's Blood Elf. Night Elf go one better. They fall to their knees with hands extended throw their head back and let out that very hysterical death cry and then fall face first onto the ground and we have up on the website we have both final poses for you and i'd like to know what your opinion is who you think has the more dramatic death 
night elves or blood elves. Now, if you doubt, I, I highly suggest, this is what I suggest, to see for yourself, because that's the kind of person I am. I like to see for myself what is true. I don't really like to go by anyone else's opinion. I like to form my own. I just make this suggestion to you to go out and kill some night elf players and see for yourself. By the way, just so I clarify, both of these are male. Females are, believe it or not, are kind of boring. Blood elf and night elf females are boring when they die. These are the guys. Death Rose. I, I should have said that earlier, but I didn't. These guys deserve the Academy Award. The females are kind of like, eh. Although it is fun when you kill a night elf female because they do that kind of 180 spin in the air and then fall. It's kind of fun because you just want to do it and kill them again to see it. But I highly suggest, my opinion, I suggest to you, the listeners, to go out and kill night elves and form your own opinion. Now, of course, you can't actually form an opinion off of one kill at all. You cannot form this opinion off one kill, so you have to kill many night elves to find this out for yourselves. I suggest you you go out and do that just to see if I might. See, that's my opinion. I think night elf males have the most dramatic, and they deserve the Oscar over the blood elves. I have to say it. And and by the way, to get these uh, to get these sound bites and to get the pictures that'll be up on the website, I actually had to, I, this is how much for the Horde Radio. This is how far we will go. I had to start a Night Elf character to get this. But for the listeners, I will do that. I will go out of my way like that. I will sacrifice my principles and my sanity to get this for you. want you to know that. Get out there. Kill some Night Elves and see. Now, obviously, if you're Horde, you can't kill Blood Elves. It's impossible. So that you're just going to have to take my word for. If you are a blood elf and want to sacrifice yourself for curiosity, then go out and die and you can take a look and see. Or maybe go find some blood elf NPCs. Because, of course, you know, we all have the evil half, quote unquote, of all races in Azeroth. The evil orcs, the evil forsaken, the evil blood elves, the evil humans. So go find the NPCs if you feel better about that. But that's just what I suggest you do. So, your opinion. Tell us. Night elves or blood elves, go investigate for yourself let us know who do you think has the more dramatic death throws although outside of characters the most this is hands down now that was just for character class you know the most dramatic death out of any two out of anyone in all of Azeroth the award goes to Murlocs have to say it hands down death row Academy Award Oscar nomination goes to the Murlocs for most dramatic You just want to applaud when you see him go down. I mean, besides the fact that I don't think anyone really likes Murlocs. I don't. I hate fighting Murlocs. (laughs) But you just, you see him go and you have to wipe a tear away. It's so moving. You you just, oh, here, take the Oscar. That, that, you know, applaud. That was brilliant. Oh, it's it's touching. It's it's beyond words. It's how moving it really is. Let us know who you think. Who do you think has the most outrageous, over-the-top, dramatic death in Azeroth out of all the many NPCs you come across? Because some are pretty good. Some some qual- some come in second best, but in my opinion, Murlocs, hands down, and if anything, have got it. They have got it down. They're just so much fun to watch die. Let us know. Send us an email, fthradio at gmail.com, and we will discuss this on air and get all opinions out, and we want to hear from you. And now it's time for our second break. So sit back, relax, and enjoy.
and that was Joy by Harry S. Carterson. A little mellow tune for For the Horde Radio, but gotta love that piano. Now, in the beginning of this episode, I had mentioned a story, and I had said there's a second part to this story. I am now going to tell you the second half of that story, after the, the jerk warrior who, go kill him if you see him. After putting up with the rude gestures and the spitting, we then proceeded to kill. My friend then proceeded to finish the quest and trip the big, big giant that shows up and says, No, you can't do this. I'm going to step on you. But we were prepared. We had cleared the air. We were ready for it. So the two of us take on this guy. He's a pretty big guy. I think he's like 45 elite or something. He's he's a decent-sized giant. And in the process of fighting, there was another alliance. And this, I'm going to say, an undercover horde. Because this person came in and assisted us with this kill with no prompt nothing didn't ask obviously really can't swung in and lended a hand we didn't really need a hand but it was nice that they did i think this is an undercover horde we have here and at the risk of blowing your cover i do have to thank you for your assistance so my thanks is going out to very steon from the twilight soldier guild an undercover horde, thank you for lending assistance, for jumping in and helping other players. It is appreciated. So that is the second half of that story, which I thought was interesting. The other interesting part about that was this person was questing with the idiot. So I I give up. (laughs) But thank you very much for your assistance and for lending a hand and, and being nice. We have an email. This is an answer to a question I had asked on the last episode. I had wondered if Alliance Paladins could, in fact, damage the Forsaken with all their undead stuff, all their seals and all their undead things. Can they do that? I got an answer from our friend Arda, who says, Us undead were classified as actual undead in beta, but that was fixed. Good Lord, you have been playing a long time, haven't you, Arda? (laughs) In beta? Wow. We were also able to talk in common, but that was fixed, too. I liked your idea about the gnomes, though. Never liked them. No one likes the gnomes, Arda. No one. Not even Alliance. The horde on my server killed the gnome king just to show our hatred. And we have a video of it on YouTube. So I suggest you guys go check that out. And I thank you, Arda, for answering my question. I appreciate it, and thank you for writing in. And if you want to answer questions that I ask on this show or have questioned yourself, please send us an email at fthradio at gmail.com, and we will read it out on the air. Actually, this particular episode, I have no shout-outs. I have no call-outs. Can't believe it, can you? Uh, Nothing. Nobody wanted to. The only shout-out I had was for uh, our undercover horde. But that's it. No, no call-outs, no shout-outs. So, hey, that's okay. It is all right. You, that, it, sometimes they just don't roll around. But thank you for listening to another exciting, riveting, enthralling episode of...
welcome to For the Horde Radio. This is episode four, and welcome. And now, I don't know what to say. I don't believe this. Who the frig is calling me? Excuse me, for one moment I have to um, scream obscenities now. Yes, go for it. Get away from the window. No. No, get down. Don't give me a face. Thank you. I'm standing here with this blood elf. Nah, that's a not elf, sorry. God. <laughs> really, I got nothing but love for blood elves. <laughs> Some blood oh. elves more than others. Um, <laughs> oh, the hairstyles, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Gotta love them. 